so excited to be back recording episode three. It's been an exciting week. Valentine's Day yesterday, our podcast launched today. So if you're listening, that was about two weeks ago. We launched our first two episodes on February 15th. And we also have anniversaries. So lots to cover, lots we want to talk to um, you guys about and catch up on. So let's dive right in. Perfect. For yeah. Valentine's Day, Marco sent me some surprise milk bar. I mean, he was like texting me. He was like, I have a surprise like on its way to you. LOL, it's not me. Um, which I would have been shook if it was because he's not good at like keeping secrets. And he just left. And he just left. And I, oh, he didn't tell me what it was. So then they knocked on the door and then I opened it and I saw the little bag that and it had like milk ran on. I was like, oh my God, this guy gets me. <laughs> like, was he, did we say that in our last podcast, how much we love milk bar? I did, but I always order it. Like, oh, do I you? ordered it. You said this last episode too. That yeah, you it I have time. a problem. I'm just like, I need these sweets and they're going to fill a void. So then I, I ordered them. Oh, and then we made each other playlists, actually. We weren't going to do gifts because our anniversary was a couple days ago. And when he was here, we like treated ourselves to some nice dinners and cocktails. So we we're like, <laughs> we'll just, you know, we're good. Chill. Um, yeah. Have you ever done the share play on Apple? You can like listen no. to something together. We don't have Apple Music. We have Spotify, but I think you can do the same thing. But we're usually in the same place. So if we're listening to music together, it's just out loud. Uh, like, I, I know that's so mean to be like, <laughs> no, it's not. most of the time in the same place. Yeah, no, it's not. Well, it's not because we were together. We were just had stayed together for like a month, basically. So I got used to that. But basically, we made each other playlists and he... I listened to part of his and he listened to part of mine and then we could share. You basically can listen to it at the same time. It's kind of crazy yeah. and text while you're doing it or FaceTime, but we just did text because we were like trying to actually listen to the song, you know? Um, but that was That's basically really it. It was nice. How was yours? It was good. We just hung out at home. I got some flowers. My husband got me flowers. Nice. That's pretty much it. Our anniversary is next week. So mm. Valentine's day and anniversary are in the same week. And also, since we started dating in college, we don't do gifts for some things. Like, Valentine's Day is always dinner. Um, I totally prefer dinner. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'd rather have this, like, experience and try some, like, thing new that I haven't tried than get yeah. a gift sometimes, you know? And also spend time with you and, like, yeah. when you're together. Um, so, oh, and the, also the pro tip is to not go on Valentine's Day. You should always go and celebrate Valentine's Day a day or two early. Or a week. Super packed. Yeah. Um, we so went a week early and it was great. On Sunday. Oh, so nice. Almost a whole week after. And this will have come out once we go to dinner. But, like, we invited our friend to dinner. She has no idea that it's our anniversary dinner. She's just meeting us for dinner. So it's going to be, it's kind of going to be funny to see her reaction. Because I know she's going to be like, oh my God, I wouldn't have come if I knew. You guys could get dinner alone. I didn't need to join. Yeah. But it'll be fun. We do dinner for our anniversary. No anniversary presents. I feel like that's, um, I feel like that is also just like a testament to how long you guys have been together that you, you know. Yeah. It's like you, yes, of course, it's your anniversary and you're going to do something, but. You can also go to dinner and still enjoy company with your friends and not make it all about you guys. Yeah. For some years, we try and do a trip as like part of our anniversary. Birthdays are a present. And then Christmas is a house gift. So like one year we bought ourselves a TV or a mattress. Like it's a big joint thing that we need for the house. Oh, because my I birthday like is this. before Christmas. So it always felt like super imbalanced. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that um, rule, I guess. I'm sure like you could break it if you want to, but I, I feel like it. then you guys get to think of something f- for each other because it's going to usually probably be something for both of you. So that's kind of fun to get to do together. And like, yeah, it's Christmas. So of course you're going to buy a gift, you know. And it's a house thing. So like, it's something that's relatively expensive, but you're using all the time. So it like is improving your quality of life. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I love our little, like, system. No, I like it. It makes me think about that with Marco. I'm like, I don't know if I could control myself and stick to the rule. I'd probably, like, want to break the rule. Well, at this but... point, like, I think we've become so bad at just treating ourselves to the things we want that mm-hmm. there's usually nothing left to buy that, like, we're waiting on. And I think that speaks more to who we are as people, that we live by the treat yourself rule. 
I do love treat yourself roll. I treated myself today to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I treated myself today to some new jeans. Ooh, nice. Yeah. What kind of jeans? I went to Abercrombie, so I got a pair of mom jeans. Nice. And I got a pair of jeans. like wide leg slouchy jeans, but they're in like a size short and they're mm. still like two to three inches too long. The and, wide like, ones? They're wide, but they're supposed to be like short in length. Yeah. But can they're you, okay, are they like long. straight wide or are they like wide? They're like baggy wide. They look like, can they, could they be cuffed of. up? No, but I have I'm a pair of baggy jeans that I cuff up when I wear them with my docs because they're yeah. like a little long. If I wear them with like sneakers, it's different. But then if I wear them with like my docs, it's like, yeah, I just need to like cuff them up. These are so long. Like the back of them is going like under the heel of my foot. Like mm -hmm. I could pull them over my foot <laughs> and I'm like tripping on them. Uh, that's funny. So I feel like I yeah, should get them. I was like, if you were, like, younger, maybe you could pull it off, like, a teenager or something, you know? Like, something I, totally ridiculous. I probably but... would have done it yeah, as a teenager, you probably but would have. I really don't want to trip. I know I'm going to trip. <laughs> Those are things you can't afford to do when you're, like, no. nearing your 30s. You're like, I just yes. need to stay on two feet. I almost got hit by a scooter today. <laughs> That's not good. I went outside for like literally an hour for the first time in like a couple of days and I had to go to FedEx because I had to mail this this thing and it could only be like mailed basically and printed and then so I don't have a printer obviously because I work from home and why would I need one so I like went to FedEx I went like at night like after work I'm like walking down the street <laughs> and this guy is riding his scooter like a scooter that you used to ride like as a child you uh -huh. know like a regular yeah, razor scooter. scooter yeah like so fast down the sidewalk I'm like are scooters even allowed on the sidewalk like shouldn't that be a bike lane thing yeah yeah he literally almost killed me on the sidewalk <laughs> and I luckily literally jumped out of the way like I actually jumped out of the way he was so close to me and then after that happened I was like I saw the I McDonald's and I was like I'm gonna get McDonald's and then I'm gonna go home I have not broken a bone so I feel like I need to keep that record going. I broke like my I fingers when I was a child. I don't blame you. Breaking bones is not fun. Yeah. I broke I my broke fingers. Oh, that's a bone, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not castable. Like, I've never had to wear a cast. Like, you break your toe, it's kind of like, yeah, yep, it's broken. That's the luck. You just have to, well, like... it's because it's your foot and, like, you can't, like, you know, it's just, like, one toe. <laughs> Who cares about your one toe? Don't you have five? No, because, like, I, when I broke my fingers, yeah. because I broke two, I had to get a cast because they basically had to tape them together, yeah. like, um, like keep them together to heal. But if mm -hmm. you just break one, they just give you, like, they don't, I don't think they give you a cast. Sometimes they splint it to another finger, even though it's not broken. Oh, like, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the This I was making is, like, a, what, in, like, an alien hello or something. No, you like got to do alien. the extra finger, and then it's from Star Trek. It's like a W. I'm making a W with my yeah. hand. It's my three fingers. Peace and prosper. Yeah, Spock. Star Trek. I, I've never watched the show. Just the movies. I like the movies, though. I've seen a little bit of the show, like a very small like bit. But mm -hmm. yes, all about a Chris Pine uh, Star Trek movie. Yeah. So today is launch day. Today is launch day. It so feels exciting. weird because like there's people listening to this. I know. There's actual people out there. It's not just I us. Know. I know. It's like, uh, I feel like I have this baby and it's like out in the world. It's kind of, you know, it's like scary to put yourself out there, out there like that. But it's also been so exciting and such a good day today because I I told a couple of people at work and then they were like immediately excited and I sent them the link and they said they were going to follow and listen and I was like oh my gosh this is like a real thing you know yeah ever like a bunch of people from my family sent me text messages like that they listened to it and thought it was like funny and my dad listened to it and he listened both of my parents listened to like both episodes um uh -oh. which I'm impressed that I didn't have to like force them to listen to them because you know yeah. I just figured they wouldn't be into it but I'm going to play a little bit for my parents. They're both so old. My father has absolutely no idea what a podcast even is. So I can <laughs> say that and make fun of him because there's no way he's listening to this. 
And my mom will only listen to one if I'm, like, insistent. Like, a history podcast, like, she'll listen to, like, Bowery Boys. She, like, is proud, born and raised in New York. So she's always like, I know this fun little snippet of a fact about this part of New York because I'm from here. So, like, I have to really force them on her. Mm. Um, But I got a couple text messages from friends, which was super fun and exciting to, like, hear from them and know that they're listening and being supportive. So. We'll see what yeah. this us. See I know, what I'm excited. I feel like it's going to be a great journey. And I was listening to another podcast, the Girls Gotta Eat one, and they, it was actually their fifth anniversary this, oh, this week. Oh, look at that. Yeah, so it's the five years that they've been doing the podcast together. And I've only listened to like the first 10 minutes because then I got distracted and then I called Marco, <laughs> mostly because I was like tearing up. But it was so – they were basically just reflecting on – the past five years and like how much their life has changed and they recently moved to california it was only supposed to be for a couple months but then now they're like gonna move there like for the foreseeable future but they were just basically saying how they're so excited for this new journey you know it's like they're on another new journey even though they've already yeah. been doing the podcast for five years and they've already seen like how much they've grown so it just made me think of us and the fact that we're just starting and what's it going to be like in five years you know because I could see myself doing this like indefinitely I love yeah. to talk out loud right now there's like um <laughs> there's a TikTok sound going around and it's Kelly from the office when Jim goes great idea Kelly and Kelly I talk a lot so I tend to tune myself out I had no idea what I said <laughs> I feel like that sometimes to be honest yeah I just talk into the void sometimes oh my gosh I was looking up Googling something random, like the difference between a hobby and a side hustle or something. How do you know your side hustle or whatever became like, you know, whether it was a hobby or a side hustle? And hobbies, I guess, are things that you just like do naturally that you find a way to like monetize, you know, like capitalize from it uh-huh. um, versus like side hustles. I think it's like a skill that you might learn and then you like figure out how to monetize it. Like you still have an interest okay. of it in it, but it's just like you have to put like, a little bit more work and, you know, doing yeah. it. But I realized talking is something I enjoy doing also. I used and... to get so much trouble for talking. Um, in the third grade, I got in so much trouble because we like sat in clusters of like four kids or whatever. I don't know. And I talked so much to the other kids that they like moved me between the little clusters. And then they finally put me <laughs> in Siberia. Like they literally called it Siberia because I was one desk alone in the classroom. Like <laughs> everybody else was in clusters and I was just one solitude desk and then some other mm. kid got punished sent there and then I kept talking to him so they separated our <laughs> Siberia even further I just I couldn't stop talking I had a lot to say third grade was boring I feel like I'm not I'm not always talkative at, like at work but in my personal life I, I'm definitely pretty talkative or if not I've been that's why I've been listening to podcasts and just listening to people talk because it like you know <laughs> the void some of the void um yeah but I love talking I love talking things out definitely like you know my husband says I'm I'm too much of like a somebody will say something I'll be like actually you're wrong and this is the right thing and part of it is I want to hear myself talk and explain this but part of it is also because I have this (laughs) need to like educate and share information with people that Mm -hmm. I'm like no, 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 you're wrong. But like, it seems like you want to know. So I'm going to tell you what you want to know. Yeah. It's a bad habit. It's like a know-it-all habit and it's terrible. Hey, you know what? First step is to recognizing you have a problem. <laughs> so and... you're saying I have a problem. <laughs> no, I was just trying to give you shit. But you're self-aware that that's how you are. I don't know if yeah. like, that's a bad thing. Like, you know, if, it would be a bad thing if you were like, I explain things and people, you know, I think your perspective, it's your perspective and it's in in a positive with a positive, like, you know, intention. So if there's one thing I am self-aware of how annoying I can be. So I know it. If you're thinking it when I'm with you, I also (laughs) know that I'm a little. (laughs) You are not annoying. Oh my gosh. There you go. I'm like, she she brought herself up and then she brought herself down. You're not annoying. People just don't know how to communicate always. I'm, I've am i learned yeah. this through my manifesting journey of like rediscovered this way to communicate. It sounds kind of like woo-woo, whatever, because I'm like enjoying 
this ride and it's bringing me great things. So I'm like, I'm going to keep, keep it going. Uh-huh. But people just like, don't always know how to communicate when they're like upset or like, they're like annoyed in a way that's not like in a way that's productive. It helps when you have a positive mindset you're not just thinking the negative like thing from it. You know what I mean? Then yeah. you react when you're like, are like you are not conscious of the way that you're communicating, you know? So, yeah, I've also long went way of saying, I don't think you're annoying. It's their problem, not yours. <laughs> that's kind of what I was going to say. I've noticed recently, or I've like realized recently that like, not every people is your people. Like not mm-hmm. everyone gets along with everyone and that's totally okay. And like some people don't want to interact with your type of personality and that doesn't make you a bad person and that doesn't make them a bad person. But sometimes you guys just don't get along and that's fine. Yeah. So the people that like me are my people. This is true. I'm one of those people. That's fine. Thank you. Thank you for being one of those people. I got you, girl. I feel like you learned that in your 20s, how to start letting people go that are not there in your corner, you know, because you like have them there or you feel like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah you're in college and you make friends and you guys like graduate and you become real honestly real people People. and then you like go through your 20s and sometimes it's okay to like let people go they're not you know in my early 20s like I had gone through so much of elementary school and stuff not having friends that by the time I got to my 20s and I started to like actually make friends I was like oh I can't lose them like I finally have friends I gotta I gotta keep them I gotta hold on to them like this is it like look at all these friends I have I've got so yeah. many, but yeah, like I've realized over the years, like you got to cut pat- back and also like, if you want meaningful relationships with the friends that you do have, like you don't have time for it. Like you're working 40 hours a week by the time you get home and you have dinner, you're tired. So if you're going to make time for people, they like should be worth your while. They shouldn't be filler people. I like to think of it as like, they should be like meeting you halfway and like, you know, yeah. not just like taking energy from mutual. you. Yeah, it should be like 50-50. Um, that those those are the this is the only time when I wish I was a guy because <laughs> I feel like guys like they just are friends. They with don't care each other for no. It's not that they don't care. I feel like guys are just like men are just like more like simple. They don't hold on to things. I feel like like women tend to. Yeah, men and women are just very different. Women are like very thoughtful. You know, so I feel like we operate different. And then at a young yeah. age, if you don't know how to like properly communicate and you just expect all these things from your friends and then you're like, they don't like reciprocate and you don't communicate it, then you just like let them go. I, at least maybe that's how I was. But if like men or guys are just like, they bond over Ooh. this. Yeah. Oh, we haven't the talked about Like whatever. Yeah. And then, and then they'll come back around in like six months and be like, hey, what's up? And they'll be like, hey. Like, it's just, they're they're like, where the fuck have you been? That's, like, what I would think, you know? So Yeah, well, where'd you go? Yeah. I think that all the time sometimes about, like, my husband's friends. I'm like, yo, we haven't seen so-and-so in, like, months. What's (laughs) happening? But they'll also, like, they spend so much time on, like, Discord and just, like, Xbox and stuff like that. Like, so we, I haven't seen his friends in six months. He's been talking to them for the past 12 hours. Like, it's, like, a little bit different there, too, like, for me, it's sight out of sight, out of mind. So I'm like, he doesn't have friends anymore. Like they've all disappeared. And for him, he's like, <laughs> we talk all day. What are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah. oh, I didn't know you had a group chat with all seven of you. Like, cool. Forgot yeah. about that. I feel like I'm more your mindset too. I'm like, are you guys friends still? Like, where's this what person been? But, Do we yeah. have problems? Are we supposed to like, are we not talking to them anymore? <laughs> he's like, well, you were never talking to them. So <laughs> Yeah. He was like, they weren't your friend. Yeah. So, no, they're not talking to you. That's really pretty much the only time I'm like, wow, what would it be like if I were a guy? I'd probably have the same friends, like, my whole life, you know, or at least, like, two or three. Yeah. Which some some girls have that, too, but I feel like I yeah, know more women than I don't. A lot of mine are newer-ish friends, but my brother has one friend that they've been friends since, like, third grade or second grade. I'm like, why are you guys still friends? He's like, I don't, I don't know. We just haven't left. I know. <laughs> just, I, think we, I think we like this guy. I think he's a nice guy, so I think that's why he gets to stay around. <laughs> no, that too. But it's sometimes it is just that simple, and that's okay. Like that shouldn't be a bad thing, you know? Yeah. Women just overthink. I, I overthink. I overthought things, and women can't overthink things, you know? 
They can. Not to stereotype the gender, but we're just, you know. Tell us a little bit about what we've got in store for our spring. I see we have on the docket our Saturn placement. Oh, the Saturn return? Yeah, I'm very, I did not read this bullet point because I was like, I want to be surprised. Oh, I I want to be told information. So I don't know what, like, yeah, like have an idea, but I don't know what mine says. Yes. I know you don't know what this is, and I'm not an astrologist. Like astrology, not not that knowledgeable. So just saying, I read this from multiple articles and listened to it on this podcast called We Met Acne, because this girl was being interviewed by this astrologist who does things professionally. So she's a like professional astrologist, I guess. And she was explaining to her the whole episode is about Saturn return. Uh-huh. And so or why you should get married actually after you're 30, but it's a whole other thing. But um <laughs> it's a larger conversation. <laughs> it's a larger conversation and you know. So the Saturn return is like basically when it's when Saturn returns, like going past the sun, like returns to the exact zodiac sign, like degree and basically when you were born. Uh-huh. So Saturn like usually only happens like two to three times in someone's life. Like it takes about like 27 to 30 years for Saturn to make that like journey, usually around like 29, maybe. So then it's like 29, 58, and then and you're like in your 80s or something basically that's why it only happens two to three times in your life so yeah that's that but I just found out that from this podcast because I was listening to it and they were like oh if someone was looking for like to figure out their Saturn return how would you do that and then she said that so I was like doing it um that my Saturn return like is like happening right now Mm -hmm. and it's been happening since 2020 like December 2020 and it's about to end and so in the podcast, when then they were like explaining like what Saturn return is and all these things, I was like realizing, like thinking about like from December 2020 to now, like how much my life has changed. Because they're yeah. basically saying how you're sometimes presented with the same obstacles you've been facing, but you're starting to feel like resistance. And, you know, it's a big time when people like grow yeah, or change, you know, like evolve. So, yeah. So then I was just thinking about everything that's changed and like there's so many things that changed, you know, like I like started a new job. I finally left this job that I really didn't like. That was like, I was like, there was no work life balance. And, you know, it was just honestly like not great energy, like to be around like all day. Mm-hmm. Left that for an amazing job that I really love. And then also a various like getting paid when I deserve to get paid. <laughs> and then um, started manifesting and met Marco, which is my boyfriend got my own apartment. I'm now moving back to California. Like, so like my life has literally changed, you know, yeah. I could have kept like dating the same guys that I was dating, which are like guys that not looking at for the same things that I wanted. Want. Yeah. Because I did that for too many years. And then I just stopped date, like doing that. Like I told myself I wasn't going to do it anymore. So anyway, I'm really, I'm kind of starting to buy into the Saturn return thing because my life has changed. Like started this podcast, you know what I mean? It's easier to, I feel like when you know about it after, it's easier to look back and be like, oh yeah, that did happen. It's so, it's kind of interesting. Okay. So then I was like, I looked at mine, I looked at Marco's and then I looked at yours because I was like, ooh, one's roses. And then it's, it's in Pisces, yours is, and it's happening next month. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like I'm way more excited about this than you are, <laughs> which is fine. Cause I already just like, I don't know what's coming. Month. I you didn't know read coming. my little paragraph because I waited till now to read my paragraph and know what's coming. Oh, the paragraph that Rose is talking about is a little paragraph I found from an article that summed up like what to expect in her Saturn return. But um, yours starts in March uh-huh. and it goes until for like two years until like there's a specific date, like May 24th, like 2025. Um, it's amazing because even though like yeah you ha- you don't know what's to come mm-hmm. you like just started this podcast can I you know. imagine like how much your life is going to change and and yeah. just in general i feel like you're you're getting there so i'm super excited for you i feel like i've had such like a crazy two years as it is getting pregnant getting married having a kid like it's been a wild yeah. two years i don't know how much more growth i can handle obviously i'm going to be able to handle it but I'll be a completely different person by the end of these two years. Not that I'm, you know, a psychic, but I feel like there are big things coming for you. Just even like podcasts or no podcasts, you know, you have a, you have G who's adorable and he's growing and that's going to like, you know, 
that's gonna bring a lot of change in every way i can't wait to get into sports so i have like more activities for myself yeah and he's gonna start to being able to like rely on uh, himself a little bit more so yeah you're like you know not gonna do everything for him <laughs> i'm excited to like have a little bit of freedom in these next two years and like yeah watch him grow and watch him be oh it says i'm gonna set boundaries i'm gonna get better at setting boundaries you're already doing look at that gotta protect my energy she's doing that too and i need to focus on your gifts on the purposes that make you feel grounded i think that relates to this podcast i think it is too i think talking is a gift of mine bringing it back to the beginning <laughs> of the episode <laughs> and i'm finding a purpose for my gift this is true look at me growth it'll be yeah i've got all so, this growth in my way i'm excited i can't wait to see what happens i know you're gonna grow so it'll be exciting to get to see it firsthand um oh and get to be a part of it you know so that is basically saturn return i don't know if i'm looking at this right or not but it looks like my husband is also in saturn return at the same time oh really yeah that's what you said right oh yeah i said march yes 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 yeah. we just so it's gonna be a very couple intense months for my house over here uh maybe baby g is in saturn return too who really knows <laughs> i am <laughs> not gonna tell my husband that he is in saturn return though um just to see what happens <laughs> you know if you don't know what's coming you can't react in a negative way you know um mm. it'll be a real test if this is like real because his is short i think it's over in november i see i yeah. see okay let's see so come back in november to find out how his saturn return went i was like he might hear does he is he gonna listen to the podcast wouldn't he hear it on the podcast <laughs> you know if you're listening yeah. to the podcast you are not my only husband um i wasn't <laughs> talking about you <laughs> sorry my other one in all seriousness um sometimes marco and i have this like inside joke with each other which probably some people won't find it funny so oh well i like will joke with him sometimes like that i have another boy another boyfriend like i'll be like my other boyfriend thinks that's funny like if he doesn't laugh at something me and kevin do that and um i'll be like oh yeah what does your side chick think go ask her oh you want new sneakers go ask your side chick like <laughs> sorry not sorry however last night oh i said something about something like you know when you're my second husband and kevin was like can you stop with that like it really hurts my feelings that you constantly say that we're gonna get divorced i was like but it's funny and he's like it's not it's not funny anymore so kevin <laughs> was setting boundaries look at that he's setting boundaries maybe he is in a saturn return yeah he was about a to start it. Early. i mean to be fair like i don't i don't know if i'd want marco calling me his when i'm gonna be his second wife or something you know if that came no to no, it, no. So. it's totally fair that he doesn't find it comfortable um i just thought it was really funny for a really long time so Joke's dead. <laughs> I have I'm sure my joke will wear out too. I was like, I could see myself. And now I realize maybe I do have a an interest in astrology that I need to just lean into instead of being like, astrology is weird. Like, you know what I mean? No, people love it and like really get into it. And I just cannot allow myself to hyperfixate on anything else right now than what I'm already hyperfixating on keep myself grounded and only hyperfixate on so many things at the same time and maybe i'm not hyperfixating enough because that's why i feel like i need something else but who knows who knows well speaking of things and hyperfixating harry and megan i know you're you watch yeah. them all and i haven't watched any of them what's I'm going on obsessed. with your latest harry and megan saga so he released his memoir Wait, is this another thing? <laughs> like, aside yeah, from yeah, that yeah. movie they did? Yes. So he released wow. his memoir, Spare. I think it was released, like, January 9th or something. He's um, like Elton John with his last tour ever. Like, he, he's like, I'm just going to do one more interview. Just one more. And that's it. I get what they're doing. Like, I understand it. He, like, says it in the little Netflix miniseries. He's like, look, at the end of the day, we are british royalty and like this is something that will be written in the history books and it just is really shitty that the things that are said about me are so incorrect and like this is something that's gonna live on way past me way past my children and i just want history to be correct and i just want to be given fair treatment 
in history's eyes. Which is interesting because then I'm listening to his memoir, Spare, mm-hmm. and it is voiced by him. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, it's it's just like, it really sounds like it's coming from him the way that he phrases things, especially the fact that he's reading it, you know, like he makes the noises like the way that he would tell you a story. Like, you know, he's mimicking someone or something in his own words. But yeah, in that he was like talking about when he was 15, the tabloids were like, he's doing cocaine in his dorm room. And he was like, I wasn't. And like, that's what I was building. Okay, but to be be fair, not to cut you off. No. Okay, Harry, we get it. The media told lies about you. You're not special, dude. Like, there's so many people that get like dragged over smaller things. You know what I mean? So I'm just yeah. like, okay, make money off of this. But, like, can you stop telling the world that this is the last content? Like, just own your well, message. Of, like, now like... he's just, like, but he's, like, victimizing himself, kind of. Like, oh, they're just totally victimizing own it, themselves. you know? Like, I'm over the victim. Like, and also here, your royalty. It's a little hard to feel bad for you. Like, <laughs> you've had privilege your whole life. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, regardless sorry, of, like, sorry. how you feel you've always had the privilege um i do kind of get it like it's also like the order of things are not the order that they were started in you're drinking the harry you're drinking the harry i am but it's also it's like they came out close together but like the book has been in works before this all like started to happen like this book isn't like an add-on the book was yeah he probably had to do all that other stuff to help fund the book i'm drinking (laughs) the blade because you're you're a stan i don't I'm, know. I do not like him i just am like i'm not feeling bad for him like he's making millions of dollars yes. probably I, I i don't think they're bad people i just i'm like okay harry like the, so you were a victim where... of the media and like people got like things wrong welcome to so many other people in their life you know what i mean that don't have the privilege to then put a tv show out to get it straight how to write a book in like their own yeah. words um, but where I was really getting at is I'm like 70% through the book, but I'm up to the point where he meets Megan. Because up until this point, it's been like a relative, relatively untold narrative, like his early childhood and growing up and what that was like. But now that I'm up to the Megan part, I'm like, I've seen your two documentaries. I've seen your Oprah Winfrey, Winfrey interview. Like, I don't need to read the rest of the book because you've already told me the rest of the book so much. Yeah. That I could not finish this book and it doesn't matter because I already know where we're at because they did the whole documentary maybe so it'll be it different maybe he'll maybe he'll give, tell you something new i would hope he would tell you something new that's just poor planning on his part if he didn't save anything for the book <laughs> <laughs> oops i forgot to save all the good stuff for the book i mean maybe but like at the end of the day i don't care like now like i've seen the documentary like i know the surface level of their relationship i don't need to know the intimate details of their relationship like i don't care what I know yeah. is fine enough. I don't need more details. I don't know. Like mm, some people do. I some guess. people, everyone always wants more. Lorenz. That's, that's why I'm like, this guy is just too much. Like he knows he's so giving they enough. They can finish reading like... the book. They can enjoy it by themselves. Oh, yeah. I finished two people. Oh, okay. I was going to say, are we making a habit of not finishing things? <laughs> I <laughs> you finished two people. What are our I mean, the ending was cute. It doesn't change the rest of the way I feel about the rest of it. Like, Jonah Hill's character is still, like, a huge liar. Like, he lies all the time. Yeah, but it was... Okay, he's a liar. Totally acknowledge that. And you saying that of how, like, Eddie Murphy didn't like him, it was a different perspective that I appreciated because I knew that, but I guess I didn't really think too much into Eddie Murphy's character, like, how he couldn't like him. But, yes, any rational person wouldn't like the person... Like their child's yeah, second mother, like if they were lying all the time. Like you're lying. But it was still really funny, in my opinion. It was okay. Different perspectives. I mean, I thought it was hilarious, and the people I watched it with thought it was too. Um, I watched Bridesmaids again in a, like a long time. It was so funny. I was laughing so hard, and like I think the first time I had seen it, we looked it up. It was like 2013 or something. It came out. I hadn't been in a bridal party. Yeah, I so think then, it's like, with now age. I can relate. Yeah, yeah, you can relate to so many things. Actually, I feel like like the uh, Kristen's character, where she's like the best friend, but doesn't have as much money as the other really good friend, yes. and the other really good friend wants the best. 
the most for her friend. Obviously, if you're a good friend, you would and wants to do all these things. But then the other friend who doesn't have much money just sabotages all of it. Mm, yeah. I could totally see that happening in real life for yeah. sure. It's like super relatable now that I understand like how adult people work. Like also like when you're <laughs> yeah. in college, you're like, oh, you graduate college and you have a job and you have money. But yeah. now on the other side of it, you're like, oh, some people are making a lot of money and some people just aren't. So I am still too poor for the rest of this stuff. Yeah. If I was that a rich girl. What a good throwback. That was, yeah. I feel like that was her best. Gwen Stefani, right? Yeah, when she was like a no doubt. But like bananas? I, around that time. That girl? rich girl yeah. is around that, that era. whole time. Yeah. That era was her, in my opinion, the one I enjoy the that most. was a highlight. It was a highlight. Oh my gosh, speaking of that era, I re-listened to um, Independent Woman, Destiny's Child, like part Independent Woman Part 1, uh-huh. this week, and it the lyrics hit hard. I was like, I remember... I, as I was listening to it, I stumbled upon it because I was making Marco a playlist. Yeah. And as I was listening to it, I was like, I remember listening to this as a child, like on repeat and like loving it and like just dancing with it and things like that. And then I listened to it again and it's just like, it just hit differently, you know? Like, I feel like you have a whole different perspective when you understand what you like really listen to what she's saying. Like, I feel like I listened to the music before, but didn't really like listen to the lyrics when I was a kid or didn't have the context behind them. Like, wanting to own my own house and all these things you know now that you're like saying that i don't know if i've heard this song please don't tell me that (laughs) wait i'm playing it i'm playing what did your parents do to you like did you just live in in brooklyn jeez it was a um it wasn't sheltered but i listened to a lot of fleetwood mac and elvis more than any adults that i knew did i'm refraining from my white people comments (laughs) i don't know very white people also my parents are like there's a big generation gap between us because they're at the very tail end of the boomer generation and i'm at the very tail end of the millennial generation so there's a generation between us (laughs) this is just what happens when you're not exposed to more music because i'm like i marco and i know music from like so many ages and we're like not boomers but even so, though he's a boomer when it comes to technology. So you have him there. You have him beat there. So Kevin introduced me to a lot of things. But also, like, I didn't grow up with any cousins or, like, cousins yeah, that were yeah. older than me. So my introduction to things were through my parents. So This is fair. We'll give you that one. Okay, wait. Did you listen to the song? Yeah, I am. I think I've, like, heard it. But I can't say, like, I have heard this song. I have heard this song. I Please, please <laughs> do not, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've heard it. I could not sing along with it. Oh, I know so many lyrics. I was actually, yeah, listening to a couple other songs then from them with Marco, and the song came on, and it, like, started, and I was like, I just knew so many lyrics that, like, all came back to me. No. Um, it's not, it's, I missed Destiny Child. Like, I have no real memory or, like, connection to any of the music. You were There's deprived of that, that I... too. Okay, so you were deprived of Friday Lights. Well, you deprived yourself of that, and then <laughs> yes, I did. now we're learning you are deprived. You were deprived of Destiny's Child. Well, yeah, I'll send I also you some like songs. Thank you. Maybe I listen didn't to them. have cable till I was thirteen. So like, there's a lot of things that like play into it. Like I was a PBS kid as a very young kid. Oh, I loved PBS. I was PBS kid too. But I didn't have any of the other, like, I didn't have any MTV. I didn't have any Disney Channel. Like, some of those things fed together. Like, I'm pretty sure Destiny's Child was on Disney Channel here and there. I don't, I feel like I listened to them, like, on the radio and stuff. And then watched some video, music videos. Maybe I guess I did, I had MTV. Oh, I guess by 13 I did have cable. Because I would watch the Disney Channel movies, like, every Friday and stuff. Yeah, it was a whole. It was a whole thing. Like I new, missed, new movie dropping on a Friday. I was like, gotta make sure I'm in front of my TV. Before I missed all of those. I oh. didn't see High School Musical until like a year later because it came out for Christmas, <laughs> Christmas break, which meant I did not get it that Christmas. It meant I got it the Christmas after. You would think hearing your story, like you grew <laughs> up in like the middle of nowhere, <laughs> I grew up in the middle of Brooklyn. Oh my gosh, you sound like you grew up 
stereotypically in the middle of nowhere like there's no you know technology or anything stores but nope grew up in the computer and it was dial-up and my mom used it for work so I couldn't go on the computer a ton we only had one too and it was in my mom's room so I could only use it like certain times and then I would just play Disney Channel games and it was the best time of my life one of the best times of my life I played a lot of Barbie Barbie had a website that you could play on I was like I spy Disney Channel games that was the gist of it really it was I played Disney Channel games before I watched Disney Channel so it was very like confusing what was happening (laughs) in the games Um, they're all taken things taken from like the tv episodes and stuff so yes i could see why one of it would be confused because i would be too if i had no context to why like but like make a sandwich with stitch yes oh my god i loved that game i loved making a sandwich with stitch um he oh when you watch saturday morning cartoons sometimes the disney channel shows would be in the saturday morning cartoons as like an extra Here's here's an extra fun thing. So I sometimes oh. got exposed that way. Nice. It wasn't great. Though. It wasn't enough to fill the whole gap. But oh, definitely not. But you know what? You don't know what you missed because you didn't. No, I know. Deprived I of it. So well, I I can, know where I'm lacking. You cannot. You cannot deprive <laughs> G. That's that's all you can control now. Oh my god, we put on. He has every streaming service you could possibly want. Like he gets so frustrated on Disney between <laughs> the episodes. It stops for 15 seconds and he'll like point at the TV and be like, oh, what? What? Why? Mm. Why no? No. Why no cartoon? Patience. Patience is a virtue. They should just play like that over the commercials. (laughs) Patience is a virtue. That's what PBS used to do. Really? Yeah. There was like this commercial that would come on in between the TV shows. And I remember it or the end of one of the shows was like, patience is a virtue. And it did like a rainbow thingy. And I was always so mesmerized by the rainbow that I think I just like. Is subliminal messaging. I was just like listening to it, and now I have that saying stuck in my head. But um, I do think back at it. I'm like, patience is a virtue. So I've never had any. You'll survive. You're still you're still thriving. So you have that. I'm still thriving because I am demanding. I have no patience. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> it always you makes me so think of right. the scene from Willy Wonka, and she goes, "But daddy." I want it now. I was always probably more aligned like the the little kid who was helping Willy Wonka who didn't really get anything. Like he was like, okay, Charlie. next. Charlie, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm next. I'll be next. Just waiting for my turn to have fun here. I'll just be quiet. I'm just happy to be here. I'm not like shouting or vying for your attention like the other kids. Yeah. Tell me about shopping. Oh, we went shopping today. Kevin went to go get a new Apple Watch for himself, and it's not, it's like his first Apple Watch, so he was like really excited about it. But as he was in the Apple store, I was like, if you would like to get me some AirPod Maxes while you're here, you can. I'm just going to go to Abercrombie. I'll, I'll see you when, I, when I'm done. Bye. Bye. So I went to Abercrombie and I got some pants, and it was making me think because I had G about a year and a half ago, and, like, I'm still struggling to find clothes that fit and find clothes clothes that I enjoy wearing, and I have maybe two or three things from before I was pregnant still in my closet. It's just, like, a struggle, and I get the comments a lot that I look pretty good for having had a baby, and I think half of it is acknowledging that, like, it's not the same body, and I got rid of Anything that was tight before I was pregnant, I immediately got rid of when I found out I was pregnant. Because I was like, this is never going to fit again. And I'm just going to make myself feel bad by keeping this as like a yeah. one that did once fit. Yeah. So I had to buy pants today. I got jeans at Abercrombie. And I like tried on a size. And I was like, oh, this is the size I am. And then as I was trying it on, I was like, oh, no, these are still too tight. And like I had to go up another size. And I was like, oh. like, it's yeah. weird because like, you know, you're not going to go back to what you were. Mm-hmm. but it's also still like a, oh this is my size now because I was such a consistent size for so long up until I was yeah. pregnant, like oh I'm still wearing three sizes bigger than I normally do and like yeah you can say you don't look like you had a baby but sometimes I'm like yeah but I bought the clothes that fit like that's why like I'm not trying to squeeze into my pre-baby clothes like I've acknowledged that yeah. those do not fit and will not fit yeah no and and you know what I think about how many times I've said that and now I'm like, 
Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. And I kick myself for saying that because you forget, I guess you don't think about everything that, you know, the moms go through to have a baby, like your, their whole bodies change. And you can't just like always go back to normal, like how you were before you had a baby. Like, yeah, some people do, some people don't, you know what I mean? But the reality of it is like, you had a baby and then after your baby still have a lot of other shit. And as a woman, you also have to, you literally have to do a lot, you know, like, yes, of course you can get formula early, but you still have to breastfeed, you know, there's just, you have to totally make sense. Grow them. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I know it's hard for you. I feel like we've been like the same size for like years. Yeah. Just because we're like petite and like have a good mm-hmm. metabolism. And so you don't have to like work as hard to like maintain, you know, like your like size. Mm-hmm. But I've started to experience that too. Like just slowly of like realizing if I don't like work out and like stay active, I like can't just like get by with like eating like pretty healthy and doing that anymore, which is like, yeah, you don't want to, you like, it's not fun not fitting into your clothes. Yeah, it sucks not fitting into your clothes. And, like, I found, too, I had, like, a dip. Like, I was what I weighed when I was the size I was when I had the baby. And then, like, I dipped back down and I've gone back up a size now. So it was like, oh, what's happening here? Like, what? Like, everything's still trying to regulate itself. So I'm also trying to remind myself that, like, I haven't been working out. I haven't been super active. So, like, I almost bought a pair of pants today that were like, they just fit, like they were just able to close. And I was like, oh, but I really like them. And they didn't have them in the next size. And I was going to just buy them because I was like, I'm working out. It's I'll lose the weight. I'll lose the weight and they'll fit. I like thought to myself like, no, you can't do that. Like you're, you're, you can't just buy a pair of pants and be like, oh, when I just lose 10 pounds, like that's such a terrible amount of pressure to put on yourself. And then the woman was like, oh, we can order them and ship them to your house. And I was like, why didn't I think of that? I should just lose the weight. No, I totally agree with you. And also you'd buy them and then they'd be uncomfortable and you wouldn't want to wear them. I've done that before and I'm trying to do that anymore because it's like a waste because then you're like putting something on that you're like not even like comfortable in. So that's like terrible. A hundred percent. And part of the real reason I had to go get jeans is I have this pair of like $20 Target jeans. Mm -hmm. I love them. They fit so good. I'm wearing them right now. It's like wearing sweatpants. They're so nice and so broken in. But they're $20 jeans from Target. So from pulling the belt loops on and off and also the pocket, I've kind of ripped those little sections. Mm. So they're like, like I'm going to show them. You don't want new jeans. You need new jeans is what you're saying. (laughs) Yes. Because like I've worn these to death and they've been such a good pair that I have destroyed them. So... At least they've lived a good life. <laughs> they have had a wonderful life. I actually might just like sew the little belt loops and wear them around the house. And <laughs> it'll be my secret to myself. Because <laughs> they're still so comfortable. You're attached to something when you have to like, I have a shirt <laughs> like that when you have to like fix it. It's like you're doing mini surgery on it. I have a I have a shirt like that. That's like this pretty like velvet shirt that has sleeves and the seam like ripped on what I think actually both them but it's because it's a dark color and the way mm-hmm. that it's made I basically was able to sew it back like because it was just on the the, yeah. the sleeve like top sleeve An like and chalk I was like I'm not I'm not throwing I'm not letting this one go yet so it's <laughs> still alive it's had but also just like sustainability if you're gonna think about it like I try before I was pregnant I tried to purchase good quality pieces for the small budget I had, like, I'm not talking, like, $50, $80 t-shirts, like, still within my budget, but not, like, a $5 t-shirt that would, like, fall apart in a few wears. Yeah. Um. So I tried to, like, really invest in things, and then after having my baby, I'm, like, holding on to this one J. Crew jacket, because it's it doesn't fit, but it's, like, so sentimental that I'm, like, no, not my J. Crew jacket. I, like, had wanted it so bad. I had saved up for it. I had bought it. Sustainability is important. And you should rewear your clothes. And if it's little small problems like that, like it should be totally normal to fix fix like, them and keep wearing yeah, yeah. them. I agree. I'm I'm here for this cause. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely be good at practicing. I practice it with the shirt, but I'll try it with other stuff too that I can. And maybe you can like practice learning to sew and get a little bit better at it. I used to be able. Oh, to I am gonna. Le- I am gonna learn. I know how to sew like a little bit, but my grandma actually makes these like blankets and like yes bibs and stuff for my she made a bunch for my cousin when she had kids and she's gonna make me like a little stash um 
so yeah so oh so then she she makes them and because i'm moving home i told her like i want her to teach me how to sew because she knows yeah. how to like sew on a sewing machine and like make like all of these things and then i want to learn how to do that because it's such a practical good like skill to have like i could have my own so clothes good. then and yeah you know what i mean so i'm finally yeah so it's a plan it's just won't happen until I go to California so yeah I got a sewing machine for my high school graduation and I don't know why I thought oh I'm totally gonna have time to learn how to sew in college um and then didn't really use it so it's still sitting in my parents house but as a very small kid I learned to hand sew Mm, so I'll like hand hem some pants like just dart them nothing crazy but I want to get better at it I've like hemmed tank tops and like sometimes my bra straps are too long so it's very practical. It's very helpful. And I want to learn how to do the heavier things like a full hem. YouTube. YouTube, a girl. I know. I got to break out the sewing machine and set it up. And then I can yeah. just go. Oh, also, did you see the American Doll Girl movie? American Doll. American Girl Doll movie. It's a doll. And it's the American Girl Doll, I think, is what it is. I don't know. I didn't have any of going up. I was. I was that was out of our budget of which is fine by me like also yeah yeah, those they marketed those back then to very different not my parents you know what I mean they were like not mine either um but a friend of mine growing up had like all of the dolls I like had no idea what these things were lower class lower middle class I feel like those are like yeah I had a shit ton of Barbies but like Barbies are like twenty dollars each so Barbies, they even gave those to you sometimes when we went to McDonald's, I feel like. So yeah. they were not expensive. They weren't high-end. Um, but in one of the American Girl Doll movies, it takes place in, like, I don't know. I'm definitely remembering this wrong, but this like, movie was traumatized. Like, probably or London or something. No, like, early 19th century New York, and this little girl has to go work in a sweatshop, and her hand gets caught in the fucking sewing machine. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> such a traumatizing movie that are, like... And it just traumatized me from sewing machines for so long. This is an American Girl doll movie? Was it yes. animated? No, like a real movie. And then the like the wealthy, Ways I think it's Kay. Make a movie about this. Well, the the wealthy American Girl doll person, character, like meets them and like hides them in her house and sneaks them food. And then her family like adopts them or something. Sorry if I'm ruining the end of this movie for you. I'll look I mean, it up after this. Movie to begin with, like it's an American girl doll who came to life and then took in a refugee yes. family. Like, what? I wow. It's not the family, it's just the kids, but um, yeah, that movie really was a lot. But it's just the kids. What is going Did she really kidnap them actually? And she kidnapped know? them, she gave them a <laughs> yeah, says every kidnapper. <laughs> I didn't kidnap that kid, I gave them a home, not to make fun of. I mean, not to be insensitive, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I not that I am. That movie was that traumatizing. Movie. Like, I watched it once and was like, what is this? Yeah, American Girl Dog, are you okay? Like, what's happening? Yeah, children, are you okay? What are you with yeah. the doll? Well, they're fictional children. It's okay, I guess. I mean, I feel like now I need to watch it because I've heard too much and I'm a little confused about the plot line. So I need to... I'm sure I'll get a good laugh out of it at least, or a scare, is what it sounds like. Just the whole thing is very much like... Seems extra. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, It was a little scary at times. Obviously, that girl was made. Yeah, well, not dolls, but... And things that are extra, but this is... I mean, not that that's not good extra, but... I started watching RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15. Okay. So I've watched, like, have you watched RuPaul's Drag Race? I'm feeling it's a no, but I'm going to ask. Okay, great. So no. So I've watched, like, most of the seasons. I binge watched them over the past, like, year and a half because I just finally was like, oh, I'm like, let me try this. And then I became obsessed. I had, like, a a moment when I was just talking about RuPaul's Drag Race a lot (laughs) because (laughs) I watched the U.S. one, like, the regular one, the OG one. Then they started doing spinoffs in, like, Canada and Denmark or something other other countries they went in Spain they've been Italy one um so oh I think Australia basically I've watched a bunch of them and the most recent one just premiered in January and there's like a whole other element to this so like 
well, you don't know about RuPaul's Drag Race. It's a reality show uh-huh. that is basically drag queens competing for like to be like the basically the queen, you know, of like the season, like the drag queen. Mm-hmm. So that's the gist of it. There's competitions. There's things that they have to do throughout to prove that they basically like because it's not just like no one the popular people or whatever the audience doesn't vote. It's like basically just RuPaul and like the judges. And there's like consistent people that are the judges and things like that. But Seems it's fair. fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. The like episodes usually end with like a lip sync battle. So uh-huh. the low the people that perform the lowest in like the week do like a lip sync battle and it's they're all in drag. It's like on another level. It's amazing. It's amazing. So basically season 15 and now they have like so baby queens are like the queens that are like not haven't been doing drag along. That's mm-hmm. what they like are calling them on the show. Then there's these TikTok queens for the first time because TikTok like has like is been picking up, you know, uh-huh. but basically it's people that have only been drag queens, but on TikTok. So it's not like they were like doing it like in the clubs necessarily, like they're just doing it in their bedroom pretty much, you know, got it. The dynamic between that, the people that have the o- people that have been doing it for a long time. It's just, it's, it's great. And there's like all the sass and um, reading people. It's just, I feel like you would actually really like it. I've seen clips. So good. And I think it's something I would really enjoy. So, you know, working my way up to it is what it really comes down to. And there's like a runway every episode, too. Like a whole runway moment. It feels very America's Next Top Model, but Drag Race. America's Next Top Model is basic. RuPaul's Drag Race is the OG thing that America's Next Top Model basically just copied. Because we know drag has been around longer. That show ruled my life for a long time. Think of America's Next Top Model. Flip it upside down. And make it funner. Make it like fun. It's just, it's everything. It actually helps me embrace my sass more sometimes because I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Rose, Rose's cat just swapped on the computer. Like, so as I was talking and this deep train of thought, this cat just walks on up and distracts us. She doesn't know what's happening. That's one of the reasons people why i don't love cats i mean i don't hate them but they're just so it's like dogs sometimes are considerate you know cats are not considerate dogs but cats are like i'm gonna be i'm gonna do me and if that's not okay with you i'm gonna keep doing me (laughs) if that interacts with you i'm not sorry yeah like you're in my way but anyway rupaul's drag race you should check it out i can recommend some seasons to start with or you can share with the most current one scary they're not that many episodes. I think I watched it when I had COVID. So it was like, you know, really stuck with me. But it's great anyway. I love it. I'm trying to think of the last thing I like binge watched. I don't know. I think it was Shit's Creek was the last thing I binge watched, but that's been oh, a while. Shit's Creek. Oh, Downton Abbey was my last thing I binge watched. Like the 80 year old woman I am. <laughs> I love that show. So it's much. so I good. I, I might have watched it. Fully through twice um definitely at least once and i watched all the movies and i went to the downtown abbey like exhibit exhibition like experiential thing when they were in new york like a few years ago with one of my friends for her birthday but i like found the thing and was like we should go do this because i also knew she really liked the show so it was like a you know two for one and it was fun it like recreated downtown abbey so like you could see like kind of like the kitchen and yeah it was like a whole thing I feel Sorry, like I'm reading probably... about Samantha, the American Girl doll. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I thought I made it up for a minute, and I didn't. <laughs> I can't believe you thought you made it up for a minute. I thought I, I, I was believing you. I just was like, Sophia who Rob this? is who the main this? character. You know? Some demented people. This is when I'm like, this is what you do with your money, people. You make a movie like this, like with all the money you have. This is what you invest in. Okay, sure. Should we wrap up? Yeah. Okay. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode and would love to hear from you. Leave us a review and feedback. Talk to you soon. Music and editing done by Marco Aguilar. You can find him at midnight, M I D. N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.